to answer in the course of your reading and studying. Now, let's begin with an overview of Chaucer's life and some of the contexts in which he wrote and worked. It's important to understand that Chaucer is a social poet. Now, by this, I do not mean simply that he records details of society, but that human social relationships are a major theme of his poetry. Chaucer's poetry is about many things, but it is fundamentally about the way in which people interact among themselves, with their superiors and their subordinates, and, as Chaucer is a medieval poet, with their god. What was Chaucer's life like? Chaucer was probably born in about the year 1340, and he died in the year 1400. During his life, Chaucer was first and foremost a public servant. Now, he held a variety of positions in the English royal court. He saw service as a young man in the army. He was attached to aristocrats and nobility. At various times, he was an ambassador. He was a member of parliament. He was a clerk of the king's works, and he held many other positions. One of the jobs that Chaucer had that strikes me in particular as remarkable was his responsibility for setting up tournaments for the King of England. In 1390 in particular, Chaucer was charged with setting up an elaborate staging, as it were, of tournaments on Smithfields, in Smithfield in London. And one can see throughout Chaucer's poetry, the tournamentary, the theatrical, the stagey, that's clearly part and parcel of his public life. There are many records of payment for Chaucer's services, annuities, annual payments for what Chaucer did. By the end of his life, Chaucer was getting an annual payment of 40 pounds a year from the crown. Now, what does that mean? Or as my father might say whenever we travel to Europe, what's that in real money? <laughs> 40 pounds a year at the end of the 14th century was an enormous amount of money. A day laborer in London would have been paid a penny a day. Do the math, 40 pounds a year is quite an annuity. What's very interesting though about the life records of Chaucer is that we have no documentation of Chaucer as a poet. We have a great deal of documentation for Chaucer as a public servant, as a clerk of the king's works, as a member of parliament, or as an ambassador on various services. But there's no record of payment of Chaucer actually writing poetry. Therefore, we have an interesting historical problem. What is the evidence for Chaucer as a poet? And what is the relationship between this highly lucrative and successful public life and what is clearly an intensely private but also successful poetic life. It's also important to stress that unlike Milton or unlike Shakespeare, Chaucer did not produce any written manuscripts that survive. 
In other words, we have nothing today that is indisputably in Chaucer's own handwriting. As far as we can tell, we don't even have a signature. What do we have of Chaucer's works? What we in fact have are a collection of manuscripts, most of them produced in the 15th century, which attribute works to Chaucer. Now, as I mentioned, Chaucer died in 1400. And the earliest manuscripts, that is, the earliest handwritten copies of any of Chaucer's poetry, begin to appear in about the year 1415 or 1420. Let's say half a generation or so after Chaucer's death. These manuscripts proliferate. Of the Canterbury Tales, there are about 80 surviving manuscripts of a short poem.